0: All right, you ready? Good. 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 Three, two. One. Can you hold on? Can you keep it fucking down with the keys? The keys? Shut up. Shut up. I, what? The me? No, Kaylee's leaving for work, and right as we were about to start, she's dropped her keys. <laughs> you, Sprite <stop>. can next. <laughs> it's still out in the front lawn, too. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. Three, two. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off The Rails Podcast, episode 33. That's right, Mikey. We, uh, you know, like we said last episode, it's not going to be every week for right now. Schedule's a little tough, but uh, I can't believe we made 33 episodes.
1: Yeah, you're not kidding. It's been... I thought it was honestly
0: more than that. Well, lay off the hashish. <laughs> well, isn't that a movie? I think that lines in a movie, but... Anyway, anyway, how was your Thanksgiving, dude? We haven't talked since before Thanksgiving on this show. Oh, it was wonderful. I didn't I I I didn't have a slice of turkey. Now, was that on purpose or you just saying you didn't do anything?
1: No, I, I mean I did something. I just you know, I'm just I'm not I'm not crazy about turkey unless it's smoked. So
0: oh it's all right, it's weird that you say that. I've never heard of people smoking a turkey before. What? But we went to a house out here for like dessert. Serious? Yeah, no, I never have. So we went to a house out here. But they had their dinner later than we had it, and the the boyfriend smoked a turkey. Dude, it was fucking really good. Sorry, did he pull his dong out after? <laughs> no, Mike, he didn't pull out his dong, but he had extra big yams, I guess. <laughs> extra big
1: yams? I've never even I don't think I've ever seen a yam.
0: Uh what what, what do you eat on Thanksgiving? Roast beef. Wait, do you really?
1: Yeah, roast beef or ham or uh if it's, like I said if 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 you're making turkey and it's smoked I'm all over it. But otherwise I find it to be really dry.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that one. You got to have the extra gravy but okay, I don't know what the big hard on is for people to have hams for like Thanksgiving or Christmas. Like ham gives me such a headache, but roast beef on Thanksgiving, I kind of fuck with that. Oh,
1: awesome. Awesome. Great dish.
0: How do you make uh, how do you like you have roast beef? Medium rare? Ah, oh, an aristocrat. But overall, you had a good holiday?
1: Yeah, it was a good time.
0: Good, good. Yeah, dude, I can't believe Christmas is like now less than three weeks away. Is recording on this Sunday. Like, dude, I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do. I I was hoping to have a roast. Who the hell knows how that's going to get made out here. But who the frig cares at this point? Yeah. Make a beef. Make a roast beef. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's just something so disingenuous behind the way you just said that, that I'm not even going to acknowledge it. What do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Why don't we just jump right into it, because you're already starting to piss me off today. (laughs) Tomorrow night, Monday night, Monday night football, it's the Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Uh, This is kind of the biggest game of the season for the Patriots, maybe in two years, Mikey.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think, look, I think it's going to be the toughest test that their defense faces all year, without a doubt.
0: So, I think it's going to be the toughest test overall, but real quick, I want to backtrack. Was it last weekend they played the Titans? I'm not counting that as a big win for the Patriots. I'm really not. The Titans were without both wide receivers, Jones and Brown, and they didn't even have um, Derrick Henry. I mean, okay, that, that was that was an easy win for the Patriots. See, so I'm not giving them the check for the big win so far this season.
1: Okay, if you want to say that, that's fine. But when it comes to the passing game, I agree. The running game? I mean, how much more would Derrick Henry have done that game? Like, whoever – I forget the guy's name, who they had in the backfield. But he ran for what? He he ran for at least one hundred and forty himself.
0: I watched Derrick Henry. I'm just
1: saying. I'm just saying. So maybe Derrick Henry gets you one eighty as opposed to one eighty. I, I, mean, Derek- I watched Jesus Christ one eighty.
0: I watched Derrick Henry single handedly knock you out of the playoffs with Tom Brady as your quarterback two years ago. That's all I needed to see. So if Good. they had Derrick Henry, that's a totally different offensive game plan, and especially if they had their two wide receivers as well. I'm just I'm just saying. You're I'm right. not giving that – you're not getting a big win for the Pats last week. But anyway, this week I think it is – I think, you know, you're going to have to play Buffalo twice. This first one's on the road in Buffalo. Like, what a shitty place to go. But you know what? I, I think the Pats – I think they are got to run the ball a lot right down Buffalo's throat. So I'm actually not too nervous about this game. I'm, I'm more – I want to see how the Patriots can run the ball in clutch situations, like a third and four, Um, you know, getting down – with a a game clock down to, like, two minutes or whatever. Like, I want to see them pick up big first downs uh, tomorrow night.
1: Well, the big question is, you know, uh, the Buffalo Bills' best cornerback, one of the best cornerbacks in the league, David uh, uh, White, is out. So, excuse me, I was just in the middle of a cough. So, I'm I'm wondering if they're going to sort of attack that. But, you know, like you said, I expect them to run the ball. I think Buffalo has pretty good safeties in Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, even though I think Poyer is a little bit overrated. Yeah, I just – it's still a pretty good secondary. So, yeah,
0: no, I agree. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. I, I just – I think they're going to run the ball a lot. I I don't know. More comfortable – it's really his first big primetime game. Right? Uh, no, I guess you could say against the Buccaneers, <clears throat> but fine. fine. First primetime game on the road, right? Like, all lights are on you. You're on the road. It's going to be shitty weather. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to run the ball. But I do want to see if he can kind of handle the moment as well, right? Like, if they're down by – 10. I don't know. Yeah, like double digit points. I want to see how he can handle that and try to bring the team back. Calm, cool, and collective. I'm done. But how do you well, think
1: about defensively? Because in my opinion, Anthony, I think this is going to be their, their biggest test defensively of the season. I mean, like if, like you said, uh, the Tennessee Titans were missing quite a bit last week on offense. This week, the Buffalo Bills have got not just Stephon Diggs. They have guys that you can't just ignore on offense. Now, if you want to tell me their running backs suck, and they have no run game. I'm okay I'm okay with that, but as a far, as far as a passing game, I mean Stefan Diggs speaks for himself.
0: Well, don't they have Emmanuel Sanders as well? They have Emmanuel
1: Sanders, they have Cole Beasley, that tight end Dawson Knox, he's having quite the season. So like they got some guys on offense that you can't just sit there and ignore. My statement is, if there's one game this season that you're going to miss Stefan Gilmore, it's going to be this one.
0: So here's my thing, okay? First of all, Cole Beasley to me he he is not even like he's on the field mentally. He's not though. Like this whole season, he's just to me hasn't been the same player. He's just a, he's a good possession receiver though. He is, he is. But I just think this year he's got a lot of off field distractions that I don't think you have to worry too much about him. Stupid hair, dude. How, however, how, please, you guys love Gunnar Oszewski's stupid ass hair, dude. <laughs> so if I'm the if I'm the Patriots on defense, and I take the who's the Patriots number two corner.
1: Uh, right now, I don't know.
0: JC J. Jackson's one, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So if it's Jalen Mills, like, I kind of yeah. don't like what don't, I'm about. I
1: don't like that.
0: I don't like it either, but do this before. You take your number two corner, match him up on the number one receiver, and give him safety help, safety help all afternoon. And then you put your number one corner on their number two receiver to help lock him down. Like, that's what I think the Patriots should do on defense. And then you stick somebody like Jamie Collins if he's back on Dawson Knox cuz at yeah, least Collins yeah. is athletic. Yeah, but still man. I
1: mean, I I I don't like the I don't like the matchups defensively for the Patriots cuz cuz I I I think Buffalo has 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 quite a bit in their past game.
0: They do, but here's the thing. I feel like Josh Allen is very dumb, okay? The guy's a brickhead. I'm going to take Brady Kachuk's time. An line. interception waiting to happen. He really is, and I feel like he needs Knox or or uh, Stephon Diggs as a safety blanket and if you can take one of those away completely, I think he's going to start to panic and try to do everything himself. And then he's just going to cost Buffalo the game. Like I think Buffalo, you know, I know Allen had a great season last year, but then I have said this on the podcast before when you come out with the following season and you start messing around with your equipment, trying to look cool for the cameras. Yeah. You know, he, put, he puts on the tinted visor. I just, I just like, what, what are you really focusing on? And for me with Josh Allen, it's just, you know, I know he's a football player, and he likes to get hit. I just Rah! At the end of the day, yeah, I just think he's just a dumb quarterback, and I think you could force him to make bad throws and turnovers.
1: I think he throws a lot of balls off his back foot. I think he throws a lot of balls sort of off balance and on the run that he doesn't necessarily need to. So, yeah, like I he he's an interception waiting to happen. He's good for at least one or two turnovers a game. And you know what? I knew the guy was a dink when I saw that stupid smile in that Tom Brady jersey in that picture. I knew he was a dink then when I seen that. But, no, it's. I said it before the season. I want to see Buffalo do it twice. Now, here we are, the Patriots and Bills and neck and neck. Josh Allen's on a down slide. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I told you so earlier, but I told you so.
0: You told me so what? That,
1: that I don't think the, that, that the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen aren't all that they're cracked up to be.
0: Okay. Well, that's the thing. Buffalo's waited how many years to finally, you know, puff out their chest and walk around and say that they own the division, right? They like got one season t- under it tomorrow night. Exactly. And that was the season. When, let's face it. The Patriots really didn't go all in. They went in with a running back and quarterback. You know, if you're, if you're the Buffalo bills, you have so much pressure on you tomorrow night. You know, you're home. You've been claiming that the division is yours. The last couple of seasons, you know, you just signed Allen in the offseason off season. To the, Sean McDermott, the young coach coming up. Ah. Yeah. He's the next guy and all this crap there's going to be so much pressure on him that I think you're going to be able to force him into turnovers. And it's funny. And I'm not playing like the Homer side of things. I think he's going to be the quarterback that won't be able to handle all the pressure under the lights tomorrow night compared to Mac Jones.
1: Yeah. I still think it's a close game though. I think the Patriots win by three.
0: (laughs) Really? (coughs) Excuse me. What? Well, first of all, that's why you shouldn't be like, we're taking bong hits before a show.
1: I just got over a cold, Anthony. I told you. I oh, told okay. you about my voice when I had the frog in my throat, and it sounded like that freaking guy.
0: What guy? Oh, oh. <laughs> What how's the song go? <laughs> like, how did you find that song? I don't even know. But, I mean, first of all, the Patriots, I don't understand what they did, right? They, they just... Waved that kicker, Quinn Nordine. Nobody claimed it, so they put him back on the practice squad. Like, I don't understand what that was all about, but whatever. Like, can you see a factor where it turns out
1: he didn't get that tattoo removed?
0: No, that was the other guy. Oh, was it? Remember, that was the other guy that oh, that's they cut. Right. I forget his name, but they cut him after like a half a season. But I think the kicking game for the Patriots is going to be something to watch for with Nick Folk tomorrow night. Uh, and I don't even know the Bills' kick, I don't really care to be honest with you, but um. You know, if it's going to be that windy and shitty out like Tyler Bass, that's going to, I don't know, that's going to make a factor as well. Nick Folk's been money. Nick
1: Folk has been absolutely money this season. And you know what? I think Buffalo had, just has, they have that shitting on themselves, Gene, written all over. They always have and they always will.
0: Well, think about it. You go to the Super Bowl four years in a row and you don't win one? Like, that haunts your franchise for <laughs> decades. <laughs> so, overall, you you think the Pats win this game by three? Yeah, I say 23 to 20. This has 31 17, Pats written all over it to me. I like. I am so not nervous for this game, and it's not even funny. Really? Yeah, I just. I'm scared uh, of Buffalo's
1: I, passing game, though, Anthony. I'm scared of it.
0: I'm not. Um, because ever since the third and 25 play, whether against Dallas, whether the Patriots have changed things on who's calling the defense or not. I don't know that for sure, but they look a lot better. They look more crisp on the defensive side of things. For God's sakes, JC Jackson could come off the toilet taking a shit and he just gets an interception somehow. (laughs) Like, they've locked it down. And, like, maybe Belichick's the one leading that charge right now, but I'm very confident with the Patriots' defense tomorrow night, especially up front. I mean, Matthew Judon's is going to wreak havoc once again. JC just chilling Jackson. Like, seriously, talk about a guy that just, like, what do they say, you step in shit, but you land in gold? Like, he's always in the right spot for an yeah, interception.
1: And that's, I think that's an underrated – I mean, everyone wants to say, oh, he's just right place, right time. Well, it's not his fault. He's doing the right thing according according to according to positioning.
0: That's true. I mean, think about it. You got to be in the right place. I, I hate when people say that. I hate when people say, oh, I mean, uh, uh, none of his picks have been highlight reel.
1: Well, so what? He's in the right position. It's, it's not his fault the guy catching it fucking sucks.
0: I love when you get mad, but, uh, my, all right. So I'm saying 31, 17 Patriots and you say 23, 20 Patriots. Yeah. All right. I think well, he's you want
1: to sh- money folk at the end of the game.
0: You think so? Yeah. You want to shift, uh, shift gears to your Bruins? Not really, but let's do it. Okay. Uh, your Bruins, Mikey, they're not that dominant team right now that I figured they would be this year. I, I thought they had like, one more legitimate run through the regular season, potential playoffs. Uh, Brad Marchand suspended three games for a slew foot. I'll get into that in a second. Um, uh, they had a uh, they played hard last night over the Lightning, they just lost in overtime three to two. But good balls by the Bruins to come back down to nothing in that game. Um, uh, but the rumors that I've been hearing and seeing, and you know, I'm sure you see it online as well, Go that ahead. there's a certain what.
1: Yeah, the guy's skating with the fucking team even though he's not signed to a contract.
0: There's a certain goaltender who wants to come back to the Bruins. He want, He's already skating with the team allegedly before their practice, all this stuff. Tuca asked, Mikey, right now, would you bring him back if he if he said, I'll play for the league minimum? No. Why not? Because I've already moved on from Tuca. Even though right now, you have to admit, okay, you had your hog out for Jeremy Swayman. He's hitting a little bit of the rookie bump like I said he would. He just you know, shut up. He is shut out recently. Yeah, nice job on that goal last night. No T. You know, you gotta move to try to stop that puck. Okay, Linus Allmark, That's why don't you just take five million dollars and light it on fire? I, I don't understand that contract. That's part. more what I
1: have a problem with is Linus Allmark and that whole shit.
0: I don't like it and it's and for me it's not signing him. It's signing him to five million per year. I mean, we went over this with Taylor Hall's discussion. You don't need to overpay for players because that even if it's just a million here a million there that adds up okay like so I think that kind of screws the Bruins in that that Omar contract but I think with those two struggling if you can get Tuca on the league minimum I absolutely do it you're gonna get because think about it you're gonna get Tuca on a short season if he comes back in January he's probably gonna hit his stride in the end of March which ride that into the playoffs if I'm the Bruins I do it Oh, man, I want to
1: play golf right now, and it's playoff time. I can't fucking show up, guys. See ya. No, okay. I'm done. I'm done. We've seen this guy shit his pants at the end of the season. Oh, I had buffalo wings last night. but I can't play goalie today. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Jesus Christ, when does it end with this guy? It never fucking ha- – he decided to have – okay, okay. He decided to have surgery when? What was it, August?
0: Uh, I and think so, yeah. It, it was pretty late.
1: Summer. Oh, I want to play golf, though. Dude. Go play on the PGA Tour. Get the fuck off my team. Go play in Edmonton. Great guy. If you're, if you're the Coopies, Bruins, why Coopies do you want to awesome bring him back? Guy. Guy. What?
0: If you're the Bruins, why do you want to bring him back?
1: Who, Tuga Rask? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Why do I want to bring him back? You're going to fucking bail out on us anyways at the end of the season. And if you don't bail out on us, you're going to give up some shit glove, fucking glove hand side goal that's going to cost the team.
0: Think about it. Like, doesn't this say a lot about the current goaltending situation that the Bruins are willing – to listen to bring him back,
1: absolutely, especially especially when you dish out that kind of money for a guy who's your backup goalie right now, that,
0: that speaks volumes. Well, the sad thing is, is Linus Allmark's competing for that starting job. I don't think either goalie has really cemented the number one spot yet. No,
1: no, you're right about that. But that's like, I don't know, is that more of a knock on Swayman? It could be, but I don't know. If you're if you're paying five million bucks to a guy over four years, for that's in my opinion, that's starter money, and if he's and and if he's not up to the task to be the the full time starter, well, then you know what, sit the f down.
0: So i I'm think more it mad make... they
1: traded Vladar because I said it on the podcast. I think back in like April, I was like, "How about next year you have Swayman in Vladar?"
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people would have agreed with that. Now look, I think Vladar. It was freaking hilarious. He comes into Boston and gets a boss. shutout, but but look, he's but, obviously on a team Vladar in Calgary where they they Roll. know how to play defense in their own end. I don't They're think rolling. he's as, I don't think he's as good as he's looked though that's my point, but I understand like you know there is something there with Vladar. I don't think he's gonna be a number one starter throughout these years, but I think he could have been a damn good backup goaltender um obviously the Bruins didn't feel that way I think they gave him up for like a third round pick, I believe so you know I just thought that was funny He comes into Boston and gets a shutout but I, I, like again, I don't have any issues. Bringing in Almar as the backup, I have an issue with him being a backup for five million dollars a right. year for the next four years. Like again, Absolutely. like you said, if you're if you're signing a goalie for five million, that's starter money. Wasn't Tuca making seven million? Yeah, I mean that's only two million more, and he was a starter. No, exactly. Now it brings up another
1: point. Would you rather have Tuca at seven mil right now, or or, or Almar at five? Obviously, I'd take Tuca at seven, but you know, Tuca. Yeah, if we're comparing money, I'll take the goalie. But overall, I'll, I'll I'll stick to what they have now. I've already moved on from Tuca,
0: okay? Who even says he's healthy? That's true. I mean, a goalie with a hip surgery that you never know how they're going to come back. Although, although. He's going to come back and go, oh, I had hip surgery. Oh, now my fucking toe hurts. Although, didn't Tim Thomas, and I'm, I'm like legitimately asking you this because I, I, I'm starting to remember it. Didn't he get hip surgery after the 2010 season? I'm pretty sure Tim Thomas did. Tim
1: Thomas is a fucking warrior. He ain't a, a, a freaking sleazebag.
0: I'm like almost positive Tim Thomas had hip surgery after that year. They lost you know, to Philly and then had that Stanley Cup run the next year. So, you know, you never know with goalies and hips. It's always a thing, but... I'm sure Tim Thomas was like, let me get the surgery right the fuck now. That's true. He did get it right away. I mean, it, I don't understand what took Tuca so long, but... No. Now, if you're Tuca, let me flip the script. If you're Tuca... Why do you want to go back to the Bruins so bad? Think about it, right? The like, fan base can't stand,
1: half the fan base can't
0: stand you. Half. It's more like three-quarters of the fan base <laughs> can't stand you. I'm over here. I'm not a Bruins defending the guy. You love the Bruins, and you want the guy to get fucking run over by the Orange Line next night, the, you know, a downtown crossing, for Christ's sakes. I think he's a great dude, by the way. Tuca. Yeah. Oh, he's a super nice guy. Yeah. But, like, I just – if you're him, why wouldn't you just, like, wiggle your ass in the Bruins' face – Go to Colorado if you're going to take a cheap deal. Go to Edmonton. Have a legitimate shot at winning the Cup and, like, parade that thing down Boston and be like, you know what, all you people suck on that. How about that one? Like, if I'm Tuka, that's what I'd be trying to do. Yeah, I mean, I
1: don't know why he's so stuck up on wanting to play in Boston. Like, he should want to put, like, at his point in his career, he should be wanting to go to a team that's going to contend for a Stanley Cup. And right now, the Bruins just aren't – they aren't contending for a Stanley Cup. I mean, you look down – Anthony, you look, at, you look at some of their players in their roster, some of the guys they've signed – Forbit, No Nosik, they're all minus players right now. There's not really anyone on this team that ha- has really jumped out at you in in terms of the way they're playing. That's going to carry this team. I mean, a lo- a lot of the Bruins roster is on uh, the negatives. Well, when I mean, it comes to the plus and minus, which is embarrassing.
0: So I don't been, know why Luca
1: Ras is hung up on staying here.
0: It's been the same thing for the while for a while with the Bruins, just a one line team. You know, I mean, you're going to get the goals from the from Bergeron Pasternak and Marshan every night, that's fine. It's the second second tier of players. You know, uh, Ryan strokes himself to this MVP, Taylor Hall. He's the next big thing. When was the last time, like, he actually scored a meaningful goal? When was the last time he scored a goal? Was it that game against Buffalo before Thanksgiving? Uh, yeah, he only has about four or five goals. One, that Buffalo goal, you don't count that. They're already up four to one in that game. So it's like here we go. Taylor Hall will pad his out against a shit team. I, you know, it's so funny. You got this. Oh, he's a former MVP. Yeah, in 2018, dude. In 2018, I mean, how come more Heat has not been thrown his way? He's he also a minor. Shit. He's also okay. A minor he was brought bridge. in. No, Taylor brought in last year to get the Bruins over the hump. And guess what? You don't have Krejci, so where's Taylor Hall? Fair point. Hey, look, I
1: part of Anthony. You know
0: that. At at
1: this point in time, I'm I'm not gonna sit here and defend the guy. I mean, is is not a great season so far. Five goals minus three, not not doing not living up to that uh, contract that he just signed. And when do the Bruins play next? Uh but, 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 but
0: what is it Tuesday? And either way, you know he's gonna get two goals, right? And shove this episode right up my ass. Yeah. That's gonna happen. And then Ryan will be I told you. <laughs> but you know, if anything, I love that Craig Smith. That motherfucker's always in that right spot. He's a gritty player. I, I feel more confident with him, but whatever. That's I thought he, I
1: thought I thought his leg broke when he got a freaking slap shot off it a couple of games ago. It scared the shit out of
0: me. But I mean, you just look at this Bruins team. I don't know. I their I, depth if sucks. If, their depth the, sucks. Their depth sucks. Their minor league system sucks. But their like, sucks. but all the more reason if you're Tuca, dude, go to Colorado. Go to Colorado. Take over that spot because Colorado is going to make a big move here. There's, I know they're looking at a center or a wing right now. That's a forward that potentially will waive his no-trade clause. I'm not going to say who. But, you know, if you, why wouldn't you just take a league minimum, go and prove that you can win a cup, and just literally, I don't give a shit if you walk down Causeway Street or the North End yourself with no pants on in the Stanley Cup. With the uh, tattoo on your ass that says "kiss this," if I'm Tuca, that's what I would be doing. Hell, I'd go to Edmonton just to make that happen. If I was him, that's, like, that's, a, that's a little far away from Finland, though, Anthony. <laughs> if I like, I just don't understand. If I'm Tuca, why do I? He's trying to bang his head against the wall to please the Bruins fans, dude. Unless you win the Stanley Cup, Boston fans aren't gonna like. Seventy-five percent of Boston fans won't appreciate the guy. And I, first of all, they get stupid. But second, like, I just don't understand. Hard on is for Boston.
1: I, I mean, I couldn't tell you either. But it, you know, while we're at it, though, I'll tell you one player who has surprised me this year and has played so far is Charlie Coyle. She's
0: been pretty good. Been pretty good. Well, he had that knee surgery, so he had to come back being better. Damn right. But well, Mikey, if I could have the floor for a moment here, because I am just fed up with sports. Go ahead. Up I'll, go ahead. Get ahead. I'll. I'll, okay. I'll light one up for this. Okay. So. You know, Boston's had success with their sports teams over the last 20-plus seasons, right? The Patriots have six Super Bowls. Red Sox have four World Series. We'll get into them a little bit later. Uh, The Celtics have a championship. The Bruins have one. They've been to three overall. Uh, That's just in the last decade. Why I continue to root for teams from the city of Phil of fucking Delphia is beyond me, okay? That city and their fans (laughs) have been so trained now to root for mediocrity, it's insulting, okay? The Flyers have an offseason this year. They make some trades. They bring in other players. This is going to be the year we turn it around, right? Carter Hart's back. Cam Atkinson's going to bring in excitement. Rasmus Ristolainen brings on, he brings the physicality, the intensity for this team, right? The Flyers are currently on a seven-game losing streak. The only bright spot is Carter Hart, who's getting left out to dry every night. Everybody else in this fucking team is useless. So that's that's the hockey team. The baseball team has Bryce Harper, who just won the NL MVP. Okay, they're wasting his prime. Oh, I'm sorry. They signed JT Romuto to a big deal just to appease Harper. So you have two players that are all-star worthy in that lineup. And instead of being a big market team and buying players and championships like the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Mets are currently doing it, the Phillies are just letting their team run. You're wasting prime prime Bryce Harper, and it's ridiculous. And fans still go, but whatever. Then uh, let's shift gears now to the basketball team, the fucking basketball team who basically told you we're going to lose games on purpose because we're going to build the dynasty team through the draft with the number one overall picks. They get Joel Embiid at third overall. They get uh, Ben Simmons first overall, and then Markel Fultz first overall a couple years later. You know what sucks about the Simmons and Markel Fultz draftings? One, Simmons does not know how to shoot a basketball. I think you kind of need to do that in NBA basketball, but that's just me. Two, you had to trade up with the Celtics who pantsed you to get Markel Fultz, okay? I Danny Ainge basically shook his ass in the face of the Sixers, made this whole smokescreen that they were going to take Fultz number one. When they didn't, they wanted to take Tatum. So what do the Sixers do? They buy the hype. They make the trade. They give up another first-round lottery pick to the Celtics. And they get Markel Fultz, who, again, like Simmons, doesn't know how to shoot a basketball. So two out of the three years, the Sixers with the number one overall pick, they select players who don't know how to shoot a basketball. But that's fine. We're still going to trust the process and clap your hands and give a big extension to um, oh, I forget, Tobias Harris, even though he's not a top player like that. Whatever. And then we're going to let Jimmy Butler walk. How's that one working out for you? Then, now we turn the tide to the football team. The Philadelphia Eagles. They win the Super Bowl with a backup QB a couple of years ago. That's great. That's going to buy you a year or two. That's fine. I get that. Since then, it's been downhill pretty much ever since Alshon Jeffrey dropped that pass against the Saints, right? Carson Wentz back in 2019 plays about three snaps in a playoff game. There goes that season. The following season, Wentz is just completely useless and he's <laughs> terrible. Then this season, this, but all in the meantime, we're rooting for a team to just barely squeak in the playoffs and not them a threat. And this season, they're about five and seven right now. They just lost to the fucking Giants, thirteen to seven, 13 to seven to the Giants. now we're, we're hoping we're hoping they beat the New York Jets so they can maybe get back in the playoff hunt. When does the city of Philadelphia fans throw up their hands to their teams and say, Call me back when you're serious about being a championship contender. Because obviously they're fine with letting their fans, myself included, fall for it every single season. Just make the playoffs. Just get in. It's okay for 500 or below. Just get in. Oh, it's a big game against the Giants, who who are two and ten. But it's a big game. I can't do it anymore. I I, I just I cannot do it with these teams being fine with being shitty all season long and having zero consequences. It's ridiculous. The hockey team's a joke. they're going to remain a joke because they're owned by Comcast. So they don't give a shit. So until fans stop buying tickets and showing up to that stupid building, they're going to continue to be lame. And they're going to waste time with Carter Hart. that will potentially be a goaltender for them for the future. Just makes me sick. Well, they're owned by Comcast, which means their shit's going to break down anyways. They already are, Mike. It's fucking embarrassing, okay? The, The city of Philly and what they root for for their sports teams, it just sucks. They're all trash. And the fact that we have to root for an Eagles team to maybe squeak into the playoffs. The Union. Okay. Uh, yeah, the Union, who play here this afternoon. Again, we're recording on Sunday. They're going to play this afternoon. Have you seen their roster? Because they're decimated by COVID. So they're going to lose today to whoever they're playing. New I, York hope they win. I hope they win, though. Fuck, fuck, the, the, fuck the two dudes up. I think
1: Castellanos and the guy with the white hair on the, uh, on New York.
0: So, well, we're going to get into that in a minute. But it's just, it's sickening. It's sickening with Philly sports. The fans deserve better. You're big market city. You should be contending for championships every effing year in your sports. The Phillies, they have money to spend. Don't do it. The Sixers, get your fucking heads together. Build around and be the right way. Okay? I, you know, Tobias Harris, I like him as a player. He's not worth that contract. The 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 Eagles... Get your shit together and stop believing in this dumbass GM, okay? Guy thinks he's so brilliant, takes Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Rager dropped two touchdown passes the other day that would have won them the game against the Giants. I, 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 don't worry. I'm sure the Patriots will sign him and he'll make catches. It's just sick night. And then the Flyers are just, they're an afterthought. in ho- Hockey's an afterthought in that fucking city, and it always will be, especially with Comcast owning that team. It's just a joke. The fact that people are rooting that Sean Couturier is a number one and Claude Giroux still got It's like, those are your best players. Those are your best players right now. I'm fine with Couturier being your number two best player, but, like, it's just getting ridiculous. It really is. And, Mikey, I put some notes together this week real quick. I didn't put this in the rundown I meant to. But if the Flyers were smart, they'd rip the team apart right now and rebuild it, okay, especially around Carter Hart because I dug up some numbers, right? The Anaheim Ducks, very entertaining team. Uh, they're young they're up and coming but uh, you know would you say they're uh they kind of they could see the light at the end of the rebuild tunnel yeah okay so the Inam ducks have a young goaltender well it actually 28 years old i'm gonna give a, give you how they did the last couple of years 27 2018 team it's the last time the ducks made the playoffs 108 101 points lost in the first round the next season 18-19, is when they started their rebuild missed the playoffs the next season missed the playoffs uh, t- the last season, they missed the playoffs as well. John Gibson's numbers in those last couple of seasons, right? Get what am I, I'm, I'm trying to read my own fucking numbers here. 2018-19, 57 starts. Uh, goals against average, 2.84. Two shutouts, not, uh, you know, 9.17 save percentage. His numbers went down a bit the next two seasons. Again, they're in a rebuild. But his numbers this year are on the way up because they're rebuilding. You can do that with Carter Hart. He's 23 years old right now. Next, but By the start of next season, he'll be 24. His numbers might dip a little bit the next couple of years, but if you stay the course and you do a rebuild with him, you can see it. Goalies don't hit their primes so until they're about 28, 29 years old, and then they get about six, seven, eight years of being a top goaltender. If I'm the Flyers, like just do it now. Invest in the rebuild right now. Blow up the roster. Trade Every single person on this roster except for Carter Hart. And Kevin Hayes. If if somebody wants to trade for him, trade Kevin Hayes. I'm (laughs) fine with it. But they got to do the rebuild right now. It didn't work the first time. You believed in your dumb former goaltender who thought he was going to be the the next great GM in sports. The guy was useless. His tits on a bull, for Christ's sake. And now he's going to do the same thing at Pittsburgh, which is great. Do the rebuild now. I'm sick of watching pathetic sports in that city. Rebuild it. Tank, tank, and get top players. Just two quick
1: things on Philly. Number one, yes. number one, like I said, the best protest would be if Gritty just stopped showing up to Flyers games. Um, number two, is Gardner Minshew starting today for Philly? So, that's the thing.
0: First of all, you're completely don't lose right. To
1: the Jet. Dude, don't lose. To, I don't care who's at quarterback. Don't lose to the
0: fucking Jets. You're completely right with Gritty. Take him out of there because all he is is a ploy to bring fans back in like oh look at greedy the mascot like it's such a joke okay second yeah jalen hurt said the other day he was starting he's not playing today It is gardner Minshew? that's what i'm saying that's what we're getting excited to root for something called gardner Minshew to play against the new york jets to don't maybe lose. get us back in the playoff hunt don't it's- lose to the jets dude whatever you do honestly i i hope they do mike <laughs> i hope they do because when these teams in philly i want to
1: see you blow up on twitter if they lose to the jets through a chair
0: last week. I I have a chair in my home office. I fucking launched it across the room. I was so pissed. You lose to the Giants like that when Jalen Hurts is rolling right right before the half and throws an interception. Like it was sickening. But you know, there was a lot of mistakes in that game. Boston Scott. These Philly teams that just missed out on the playoffs, they're in no man's land. You're not good enough for the playoffs and you and you're not good enough to suck so bad to get a top end pick. So they're always picking in the middle of the first rounds. That's why they're middling teams. Every single one of them in that city.
1: Okay,
0: yeah, and then when they do have the first overall pick, two times in three years, you get guys who can't shoot the basketball. You should, you should, you should take a
1: hit of a joint, Anthony, and just relax. Oh, I think is... it was.
0: I think it would serve you perfect. Give me an entire gummy for Christ's sakes. <laughs> ah, it's just sickening, you know. And then you look all over on Twitter, and well, what is a firing the hockey coach Alain Vigneault, going to do? I don't know. Change the culture because what they have now is a joke. This team for the hockey team. Has not had that fire in their eye, and I anyone, to, and I hate keep, I hate to keep bringing it back, but since they got rid of Mike Richards, okay, they made it to a cop, and I know he's at his off ice shit, but when he was here, you go back and watch the, just pick a random game, from like from 08 to twenty eleven, the way he played, the rest of that team followed suit, okay, and again, Claude Giroux. I, whatever, I'm not going to get into the whole captain thing. I don't think he should be the captain of the team. He does not play an infectious game or a Philadelphia type of game. I think the players kind of follow suit where they go in half-assed into a corner. But, I mean, you watch Mike Richards and he was the captain. Dude, he would fucking crash, bang, fight. Like, he led by example. They I watched had that he's been gone, and it just sucks. I watched that video the other day when he got in that, that like, it was that
1: Flyers line. It was like, they were out there – Running around and smacking, they were absolutely crushing people on the on the. I, f- I forget who the line was, but it was Richards, and who uh, who else was it? Was it Gagne on that? No.
0: What what season?
1: I don't know. It it was one you put on fucking Twitter yesterday or something like that. And like, Mike Richards was out there flying around, bodying people.
0: I forget what one I posted. I know we play with Gagne a lot, but he also played with like Carcillo. Um, I hated you know, they, that guy. They were huh?
1: I hated Costello.
0: I loved him. His he face was just not. Um, uh, but it's just like it's so it's so ridiculous the hockey team but again, this whole thing with the hockey team this season is because of management. You had a coach, but you built the team a different way. It's just it didn't match up. If I, you're going to go with Elaine Vigneault, build the way a team that should be played under Vigneault. That's all I'm saying, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, anyone with the initials AV should have nothing to say about the Flyers. Yeah, I totally agree. That's like <laughs> anybody anybody with the stupid-ass name Mike McCarthy shouldn't be a coach in the NFL, but that, you know, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> that you was a good it. back
1: and forth.
0: Uh, Mikey, I got to ask you, though, man, what the hell happened to your revolution? Here you are, American flag undies revolution all over Twitter. Best regular season team in MLS history. And, so I didn't watch, Field? and I didn't watch one regular season game. One and done, baby, in the playoffs. One That's, and done.
1: That was bad... I mean, if you... Like... If you had to... Like... I don't know. Watching that game, you never would have thought that the Revolution were the best team in MLS history in the regular season. Because, in my opinion, I thought they got outplayed, especially toward the middle of that game. I thought thought their defense toward the end looked a little slow. Other than uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but he's wicked, wicked fast. He 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 always catches. Yeah, he always catches up to the dude with the ball when he gets behind. But uh, no, no, no. I thought I thought the new I thought New York City was up and away the best team, and dude, the Revolution goalie kind of sucked in that game. If you ask me, he kind of sucked.
0: Mad Turner. Yeah, he kind of sucked. So. Of course, all I hear after that game, after they lose was, oh, the MLS, no, right? they, oh. they gave them three weeks off, so many excuses, all this shit, and it's like, no, nah, you don't get the excuses when you blow doors off the regular season. That that was a choke job at home.
1: And, oh, oh, and the rest of the world, oh, it's the regular season, and then you're crowned champions. Well, guess what? Here in America, it's a go-out-and-prove-it type of system. Oh, you're the best team? Go out and fucking prove it in the playoffs. They couldn't do yeah. it. They weren't the exactly. best team. They weren't the best team. They got outplayed in that first round by that stupid dude with the nice hair, Castellanos. He's got a good head of hair on him. But uh, and then oh, that I can't remember his name. I think like, I can't remember his name. But he had he had white. He has. If you watch the Union game today, you'll see him. The dude with the white hair. Okay. You. I. I wanted someone on the Revs to cleat him in the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, but I'm, yeah.
1: I'm serious. You gave up a goal within the first five fucking minutes of the game.
0: I'm not going to lie to you. I'm so glad the Revs are out because, like, I knew they would just demolish Philly if that, that was the matchup and I wouldn't have had to hear the end of it from you. But I think Philly's done today anyway because their whole roster is fucked up from COVID. So that sucks. But I just thought that was funny, dude. I, like, I had to work Tuesday night. So I come home. Okay, and I just look at the beginning all over Twitter. It's just you are just stroking the revs (laughs) and then they lost in the penalty kicks. I just thought that was hilarious. Uh, And then you have and then you hear everyone bitching and bitching
1: about the playoff system. Dude, it's like what is new about
0: North American sports? Go out and prove it. If you're the best team, it doesn't matter. You're the best team.
1: Exactly. Oh, we should have gave the Patriots should have been Super Bowl champions in 07. Look at what they did. Oh, give me a fucking break. No. Well, but- if you're going
0: to say that, then they shouldn't have won the Super Bowl in 14. They sh- the Seahawks should have just ran the ball. No, I'm doing a hypothetical. No, I understand that. And I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate there. I say, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. I'm yeah. just a little slow sometimes. But uh,
1: no, it's just like you give up a goal in the first five minutes. You answer one back. And then, I, I don't know, man. The fucking goalie for the uh, for New York City, he made a big save in the penalty kicks. Why couldn't Turner? You know why? Because they were shooting high on him. At the corners, and he can. And, and I guess that's his weakness. I guess that's his that's we- kind of like
0: that. Sounds like another goalie we talked about here on this podcast earlier, <laughs> <laughs> Uh Mikey. All right. First of all, speaking of that, I'm I'm, I'm good with the soccer talk. I don't know about yeah, you. yeah. We but can but move on from that. Okay, um, dude, did you get my text the other day about if I ever did move back east?
1: Yeah,
0: dude, you didn't fucking respond, dick. But like, imagine if we ever did start a street hockey league back in Boston? If we ever started a street hockey league back in Boston? It'd be fun. That'd be hilarious, dude. Like, have you in net with your psycho-ass goalie equipment on? There we are. Yeah. By the way, I did upgrade the
1: equipment. I have bigger equipment now. I don't have pillowcases with straps around them. Really? Yeah, I have bigger pads now.
0: How, when did you get new pads? How'd you get them?
1: I bought them earlier last summer and I haven't worn them once.
0: What kind are they, Milek?
1: Yeah, it's, it's the same ones just the big boy version now.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, like Terrence used to have. Terrence? Yeah. Terrence, motherfucker. I miss yeah. that dude. Uh, Mikey, MLB in a lockout now. I mean, I personally, whatever, baseball's a joke to me anyway until they get a salary cap. um, How do you feel about the lockout?
1: Eh, I mean, look, I like baseball, but right now my mind's not on baseball. I'm just going to assume they're going to figure it out but right now, I don't give a shit. Come so, talk hey, to me in fucking January, February.
0: Hey, you know, they want to have a lockout. Opens the door for us to open up that street hockey league. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but before the lockout, the Red Sox made a move right at, right before the buzzer. They traded Hunter Renfro to the Brewers. They get some prospects back and Jackie Bradley Jr. Uh, I thought Hunter, Hunter Renfro was a decent player for the Sox, and they traded him. Yeah, I mean, he was he, he had 31
1: homers, good season, but. Gee, you see the guy in the fucking playoffs?
0: Did he... Hold on. Did he really have 31 homers? Yeah. Holy shit.
1: 31 homers, and he sucked ass in the playoffs. He sucked bad. Now, you know what you're getting out of Jackie Bradley? You know, I'm not crazy about him, although he does play unreal defense. But, look, if you want Jackie Bradley on the Sox, I'll take him as a bench player. I'll take him as a guy who's not in the starting nine every single fucking night. Like... Like, if you have Jackie Bradley in your offense every night, your offense probably blows.
0: Is he only hit like, 190 last year?
1: Probably, probably hits 190 for his career.
0: So, I just, first of all, anytime I saw Renfro, everybody made a big deal that he could throw the ball, but he'd always throw it to the back fence, like, behind the catcher. So, what good is it? <laughs> At least Bradley was accurate with his throws. Sounds like me. <laughs> hum the fucking thing. It
1: goes to the backstop
0: you fucking Charlie, God. ciao, ciao, my boy. He called me the other day, but I was calling a basketball game, so I couldn't answer it. I gotta call yeah, him back.
1: You had your hog in your hand, you couldn't answer it.
0: <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time that's happened. With your, but Franklin. no, I just, I, I don't know what you're had your hog doing in your hand
1: with your Franklin's on.
0: <laughs> Extra pine off for that grip, but like, oh my God, what, that like. like you know, are the Sox gonna do anything with their pitching staff? It's just Probably weird to not.
1: Think. We're just gonna sign Michael Walker and fucking Rich Hill. Jesus Christ.
0: Okay, so I saw a stat on Twitter, I forget who had it. This is the seventh time that Rich Hill has signed a contract with the Red Sox. Yeah. And he's a Milton Mass native too, but it's like, damn, whatever. No, it's it, it really is sickening. It's like, you
1: know, it all starts to make sense now when you oh we can't sign Mookie Betts because of this or that. No, you couldn't sign Mookie Betts because you had because you had your fucking mind on the Pittsburgh Penguins three years ago.
0: Uh, that's another thing. The the Fenway Sports Team or sports Fuck group off. they bought the Pittsburgh Penguins was it nine hundred million dollars? Fuck off! That's crazy. Like, what are they gonna do with that? You like, gotta why would... this,
1: get, they gotta sell this fucking team and have someone local buy it that actually fucking cares. So,
0: meanwhile, the Mets. No, Steve...
1: it's not it to be a problem though. Like, if you own multiple franchises in different sports. At some point, depending on the team, it starts to be a problem financially. Oh, I don't want to spend here because I want to spend on this team instead. That's no, that's not a, like you're gonna make enemies every like like everywhere. You're gonna have well, enemies, also, you're gonna have half the people loving you, half the people hating you. And when the people and when the people that love you start to lo- hate you, people that hate you start to love you because you're investing in this team rather than that team, and then in this team rather than that team. It's not a good look.
0: Well, too like. You know, if one team's doing great sales-wise, bringing in money and the other team's not, well, now you got to kind of make them even so you take one from here and there. I just, I don't understand why they bought the Penguins. I don't know what the plan is, unless they're going to try to maybe move them out of Pittsburgh, but I doubt buy- that would happen. And then we're going to buy a football team next year. And then we're going to, oh, Jesus Christ. Imagine if they bought, like, I
1: don't know, the, the fucking Texans. The Houston Texans, and then the year after that, they go out and buy the fucking Memphis Grizzlies.
0: <laughs> just like a random-ass team. <sighs> Well, Mikey, I don't have anything else. Do You? No, just
1: I don't. I don't know who. I wish I knew who the uh the one o'clock football game is. That's all. That's being broadcast around here. I don't know. I haven't I have to go check. I yeah, hope I it's know. someone decent. I I ca- is the Jets Eagles at one?
0: Yeah. Fuck. You might be able to watch that game, but I can't.
1: Okay, because if that's on, I'm gonna watch it.
0: Oh God, I'll take the Jets by like three. But don't lose to the fucking Jets, dude. Just don't. I, here's the, the thing. Jets. I don't care. I don't want these Philly teams to win. I want them to lose Is go to the bottom of the barrel. Like, just rebuild it. Rebuild it. All of them. Except the Union. <laughs> Shut up. If they were healthy, they'd have a legitimate shot at the whole thing. And how's Philly's
1: uh, tennis team? Are they any good?
0: I don't know. I don't even know if they have a freaking tennis team. All right. You ever play tennis? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, but I love playing it.
1: No, it's a, it's, it's a good workout, good time. But, man, it's a whole lot tougher than it looks.
0: Oh, shit, yeah. Like, the first couple of times I would go, how many times I would launch it out of, like, the, the fenced area? Like, because the balls come at you so fast. Yeah. I mean, like I said, everyone makes fun of tennis,
1: but until you're out there on the court playing it, it's, it, it's kind of difficult.
0: Yeah, we got to we gotta get our street hockey shit going. That'll be fun. But, all right, man, good episode. Get your Christmas shopping done. Just forget, don't forget I wear a size large, all right? Well, All right, buddy. I'll talk to you next time.